Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Let me do that right. Okay. All right. Welcome, hon. Jess, it's nice meeting you. Nice meeting how, you as well. How are you doing? You're doing fine. I'm doing great. Treating all of you that you're doing great. <laughs> all right. So, Jesse, can you um, introduce yourself to us? Let us know you. Give us some more information about you. All right. <clears throat> Sure. My name is Jesse Torres and I am a peak performance coach. I help people uh, turn their pain into passion and purpose and ultimately impact so that we can create an army of angels um, here to serve humanity in a big way. Oh, beautiful. So, so, so beautiful. So I, I must confess, actually, you're such a strong woman because I went through your bow and all I could conclude on was Jesse is such a strong woman because all I read through your bio was so, so, so touching. I won't lie to you. So I would like to ask you some certain questions. Are you okay. all right? So let's begin with how do you um, um, turn trauma to triumph or how do you become triumphant from a trauma experience and all that you get the question right so how 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 do you agree about it because yeah from trauma to triumph okay so let's have some discussion on that okay for sure all right i think that um one of the biggest ways and and it seems um too simplistic but it is in order to alchemize or transmute a very painful experience into something good is to dive deeper into your faith right um and in my journey i had uh, my older brother who was murdered 29 years ago and then i have my little brother who was murdered three months ago and so it, it when i my brother my older brother died yeah. i turned my back on god i was very angry i flipped god off and i was okay. like what if you don't even exist what if there's nothing okay. um and i was in a lot of pain obviously and with my little brother's death i have leaned into my faith in a way that allows me to grieve and feel the sorrow while understanding that god is still god still favors me mm. and that there there is a divine plan in order yeah. and part of that my brother completed his contract with god and that it was time to call his son home mm. and that it wasn't about that as much as it was about how he died when he died why he died like all those things that yeah. are to leave a ripple effect to me and all the people that he touched and if we can look at that from 
you know, it's happening for us, not to us. Yeah. Right. Then I can start to find God's hand in it. Mm. You know, where, 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 where do you want me to look, God? What do you want me to see? What do you want me to notice? What, what are you calling me forward to in this moment of deep, profound sorrow? Mm. Oh, that's so, that's so, so, so good. And in fact, that's why I said earlier that you're a strong woman because passing through all of those stuffs and seeing you here today still standing and looking so beautiful and all of that is such a strong woman. So let, let us let us look at another question because I'm so eager to hear answers from you. All right. So um, what is something from your line of research or work in the power of our mindset that looking back we did not expect you get that so could i should i repeat myself can you hear me yes so so what's the question yeah like something from your line of research or work in the um, power of our mindset mm -hmm. okay, that looking back you did not expect do you get that yeah so okay. back when i was in a very abusive relationship, um, I didn't have a belief that life could be different, right? So I, I thought that the only way out was death. And so I was willing and praying for somebody to blow the red light so I could be done um, with, with that light. Cause it just, it was just so hard and so painful. And I had three kids, so suicide wasn't an option. And so I was willing somebody to do it for me so I could be done. So when it comes to mindset, um, you know, and, and nowadays things are a lot different. We have the internet, which is very, you know, you yeah. can Google a lot of things. Yeah. But I think most importantly, even though we have so much information out there, you have to believe, yeah. shift your mindset to believe that the life that you dream about is possible. Mm, correct. And you have to be willing to open that door and know that you can have it, even though yeah. it might look impossible. Impossible. Right? It might look like there's no way out. You have no money. Yeah. You freak. You you know. You have no one to support you. Whatever. Yeah. That there yeah. always, always is a way. Hmm. Hmm. Brilliant. I love the way you're answering these questions, and I tell you, I'm actually learning. I'm, all of these things you're saying, I'm picking learning from it. And I know also that the listeners also learn one or two things. Okay, so something also, another question. I hope you're free to answer questions. All right? Mm -hmm, of course. Okay, okay. Yes. So I love this, this question so much. All right? It says, what is the biggest thing people misunderstand about going through difficult circumstances? Like the biggest I thing. Think, I think yeah. the big misunderstanding is kind of what I said earlier, where we believe it's happening to us, right. right? It's like, oh, why is this happening to me? Why is this always? I get ahead, two paces ahead, I go 10 back. And, and we kind of get into that mentality. And although, look, I, I can appreciate, you know, that you've gone through hard things and I understand. But if we start to look through the lenses of, you know, how is this here for my greatest good? And sometimes it might look like there's no answer to that, right? Like when my older brother died, um, excuse me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So, so. 
Sorry about that. Um, when my older brother died, I um, I felt like I was being punished, right? So I had abuse with my father all my upbringing, and the only safety I ever had in my life and my experience was my older brother. And so I felt betrayed by God. I felt I felt like I was punished and. Um, you know, because it was a murder. So like there wasn't a second chance. I didn't get a hospital visit. I'm get, like, literally I felt like the sky ripped open and you took him from me. And so we start to believe that it's happening to us and that whatever story makes gets made up after that, it's happening to me. I'm being punished. You know, God betrayed me. You know, why me? Right. Because back then I thought this only happens in movies. Like, how is this really my reality? I remember going to the grocery store after yeah. shortly after it happened and the lady was being so nice okay. and I looked at her and I thought why are you smiling don't you know what just happened right and it's like I I, I had that that grr energy and so I think that we start to believe that all these negative things because the pain is so profound mm -hmm. and I believe that if we look at life as some divine choreography we can start to be witness to what else is possible what is the good in this right so my little brother uh passing away you know in the moment of deep profound pain because now i have a belief that everything happens for our highest and greatest good even the suck that i'm looking for the light i'm looking for the light in the darkness so as i'm you know crying my eyes out i'm noticing my family coming together in such a loving way that i just was blown away by you know i'm noticing messages that are people are posting about my brother and how much they loved him and so i'm looking for the light in the darkest moments so be mindful that sometimes the dark can feel so heavy that we don't seek the light light is always present just like dark i got that oh oh i got that that's so brilliant well i'll say that again you're such a strong woman i tell you <laughs> okay so thank you yeah listening to all that you passed through now i've got a question again how were you able to turn your pain into purpose passion and impact how were you able to turn all of those things you've gone through into who you are now because you're, very, you're such a very great woman now so how were you able to get to this level of greatness with the way you all of those things you passed through i want to know i'm so i'm so eager to know so tell to me. Well, in the context of, you know, the the pain, I became a seeker, right? So I wanted to understand why my father did what he did, why my husband did what he did and why I allowed it. Right? And and I I became a study of pers of human development, right? I I started to pick books up, I started to go to workshops, seminars, I was going to therapy. I was like I want to have understanding. At 38 years old, when I left my marriage, I was literally like, I didn't even know who I was, right? I had no identity. I had no, I didn't even know what I believed in. And so I'm like, how did I get here? And so I became a seeker. And in that seeking throughout that 
unfolding was the unfolding of myself, right? I got to be, as I wanted to learn about humans, I learned about myself and I was able to to cleanse all of the layers that I had built around my heart that I call heart armor. Like I had put so much armor around my heart to protect it that I couldn't find myself anymore. And and then in becoming that seeker, what happened is I started having conversations with people and they started to walk away inspired, right? They started to walk away motivated. They were like, where do I put my $10 copay, you know, or, or, you know, I, and, and every time they said that I walked away like lit up. I was so happy to know that whatever part of my story helped another human being and I was able to find gratitude, right? And then from that became an insatiable hunger to, or passion, right? To continue to do that and help serve others. And so now my purpose, I believe, is to do it in the big way to let us know that we don't have to live in suffering, right? We have pain because that's part of life, but but suffering is optional. We don't need to live in suffering. And so I want to help people, my purpose to help them come out of that and then to create impact is the love it forward concept. Like once a human being is lit up, once a human being falls in love with self, they see humanity through a different set of lenses. They see humanity through compassion, through love, through care, through humility. And when you do that, all you want to do is pay it forward. Right. And so the impact comes when we are arm in arm, like I said, as an army of angels, right, coming together to serve and love each other. And I believe we can change the trajectory of our world. Hmm. Really? I told you earlier, I said, I'm learning from from you, actually. To be sincere. Okay. Um, What does it mean to um, um, have a fierce grace? Or can you share with us what fierce grace means? Right pronounced it correctly fierce grace yes yeah what does it mean yes that's that's one and how how do we use it in our work okay so we want to know the meaning of fierce grace yes yes and how to put it to work all right so talk to me jesse sure um i think fierce grace what it represents to me is the aspects of the human being in both its power yeah and its ability to love, mm. right? Like, like there is a fierceness in each human being that shows up fully and ready, like a mother that lifts a Volkswagen off of a child, right? Because she, her heart calls her forward. Her ability to love and care calls her forward and she does the impossible, mm. right? There's a fierceness in her that says, I'm going to protect that child, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's her heart, right? Her heart drove her yeah. to that decision because she cares and loves. And yeah. so fierce grace is the masculine feminine. It's the, you know, positive and negative. It's the light, it's the dark. It's it's all of those aspects. But when you bring them together and yeah. recognize that it's not one or the other, it's an and, right? Yeah. And it creates that infinity symbol. And the middle is that power when you're yeah. able to dance between both. Cool. Who you are as, as a fierce human being okay. while driving that fierceness through your yeah. ability to love. If you show up in love, your love will never let you hurt another. So you can invite that fierceness in a way that is, you know, so unleashed and so ready to to be empowered because you're driven by love. By love. Wow. Correct. Correct. So 
it's, it's so 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 lively having this conversation with you i tell you i'm so happy to have you home okay so let us now go more personally bit okay so what is the most important lesson you've learned over your career that the most important lesson so i want you to dive in deep in the most important lessons you've learned over your career right I think one of the most important lessons for me yeah especially in the context of what I do and who I am yeah is the desire for humanity to have total acceptance that I became a little geek a nerd and I started to study people that have had NDEs right near death experiences and I started to listen to all these different stories of people that don't know each other and each one of them had very similar experiences of on on the other side and um there's a gentleman named Zach Bush who I love and he told this story um he was the guy that would run into the hospital and resuscitate somebody who went flatline in the hospital right and as um he was doing that over and over and over again he started hearing like over and over and over again people would say why did you do that and he's like well, <laughs> like this is what i'm supposed to i was supposed to resuscitate you bring you back yeah. and because what they felt on the other side was total acceptance yeah. right when they came back into the physical body they were the father the son the the husband they were they were in the pain of their body right and now they had to play all these roles in fact uh one of the NDEs that I that I watched which was just an amazing story was a gentleman who was driving home from vacation okay. uh with his family his wife and his two kids he had a 6-year-old and a 6-month-old okay. and he was looking in the rearview mirror at his two yeah. kids feeling so grateful his wife yeah. had put the seat down to take a nap yeah and he was feeling like just like he was so happy his wife was his high school sweetheart <laughs> and in the context of that he fell asleep Ooh. and as he fell asleep um his wife and 6-month-old were ejected from the car um and basically died and then he died and he went on the other side and he was like feeling incredible and he was like oh my god this feeling right and he saw his wife and his wife said what are you doing here and he's like what do you mean she's like you need to go back right and he's like why this this is amazing like i this is incredible and yeah. and and all of a sudden he could hear his 6-year-old crying in the distance yeah. and she said that's why you have to go back and he's like but what about you yeah. and she says i'm not going back yeah. and and so in that moment he yeah. came back to his body and he severed both his legs his he now had to live in his pain body and he had to explain to his 6-year-old yeah. how he fell asleep and killed his mother and brother yeah. right so we come back with the shame we come back with the the meaning that we give our existence here yeah. and we live with that heaviness and with with that level of suffering and so the biggest lesson for me yeah. is that how can we get to the fullness of acceptance of our beingness now without dying without having to 
you know, get dropped to our knees or without having to have a near-death experience to recognize that we are made in divine perfection and through God's lenses and that that has not changed. It didn't change from the moment you took your first breath. Yeah. The only thing that changed was your belief. Belief. Hmm. Hmm. Correct. Okay. Another question again. All right. So what's the difference between doing your business and living your purpose? The difference between doing your business and living your purpose. Okay. So let's see. Yeah, for sure. So first of all, your purpose can be woven into your business. Okay. okay. Nothing wrong with that. But if you see through the lenses of doing a business yeah. versus living your purpose, yeah. it becomes more transactional. Okay. And it's about the exchange versus serving humanity. Hmm. Right? So if you're living your purpose, there's yeah. a, an essence of you that is of service to another. Hmm. Right? So it can be in housed in a business. Okay. But if you live with purpose, yeah. even if you're just a salesperson selling, you know, lotions, it doesn't yeah. matter the yeah. value you're providing to soften the skin or whatever. If you start seeing through the lenses of purpose, there's a whole other level of wealth available to yeah. you when you live in service because wealth follows service. If you chase money, you will always ch chase money. Woo. When you show up in alignment with your purpose, I believe you take God's hand mm. and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm doing what you placed me here on earth to do. Yeah. I'm going to do it with passion and I'm going to do it with so much care and love and you will be taken care of. Woo. Woo. When you chase money, you keep chasing money. I got that. I got that. <laughs> That's so brilliant. <laughs> That's so brilliant of you. So, okay, another question. Another question, you know, like I said earlier, I'm actually learning from all of these things you say. You know, you're explaining with so much, um, I would have insight, like I could feel the depth of your explanations and it's so easy to understand all of those things we've been talking about. So, do you believe in when they say your path is divinely written? You get that? Your path mm -hmm. is divinely written. So, what's your understanding of that? your path is divinely written I believe that I have a specific contract with my creator I I, I if, if I imagine it my soul's journey chose to incarnate here on earth and in that I made a contract with God that said yeah. you know I'm gonna I'm gonna serve humanity in such a big way and God said, okay, Jesse, but if you're yeah. going to serve humanity out of suffering, yeah. you first need to understand what suffering feels like. Feels like. Yeah. So you're going to go through these things. Yeah. Are you up for that? Yeah. And in that conversation, my soul yeah. said, yes, God, sign me up because my mission is to serve humanity. And if I'm going to serve them at the level that I believe I can, then I need to understand them at a gut level. Yeah. Thus, my experiences. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm learning seriously. Wow. Okay. That's so brilliant. So, um, you know, the your experiences actually, most especially in marriage. I have a question. How were you able to? Because I don't know how you feel exactly, but I'm so sure it was dormant. 
it must have been so, so painful. I get it. So how were you able to come out of that marriage not being, um, how would I put it now, shattered to the extent that you can't even discover yourself anymore? You can't even get to this level anymore? Like, how were you able to still couple yourself together, survive all of those experiences during your marriage? How was it like? One, then the second question is, or will you ask, will you answer that first? Then I ask the second one. Will you answer? Sure. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and before I answer that, I want to make sure I'm clear and acknowledging yeah. that I only have love, forgiveness, and care for my ex. Mm. Um, because this is not to vilify him, mm. right? I believe he was a partner with me in this lifetime for me to have those experiences we were both very young he was 21 i was 18 when we got married and we wanted to picket fence and the dog and the kids and we both came from our own world of abuse he had an alcoholic mother who was very brutal i had you know sexual abuse with my father and so we came together and thought well he said my parent my kids will never see me drunk and I thought my kids will never be molested and we thought we fixed it, right? So we come into this marriage in complete love, like just profound love and not knowing that we were bringing the emotional wound of our upbringing to the marriage. And so we, you know, we did pretty good com considering, right? We, we built the home, we had the kids, we had the dog, you know, we did all that, but inside it was so tumultuous and it was so uh, filled with rage and vulgar vulgarities and insults and condescension and, you know, and, and I, I just wanted to fix it. I want to make sure everything was calm so that there, was, there wouldn't be any rage. And he learned how to communicate via rage because that's the way his mother communicated with him. Right. So it's just like you can see the patterns just repeating themselves. Now, in it, obviously, it, it, it crushed me to the point that I, I, my soul just died. I was dead in every way a human being could die. I couldn't take any more of the verbal, you know, language and the emotional torment. Um, and I just thought, I'll ju I'm just going to love you. I'm just going to love you till you believe me. I'm going to love you till you believe me. I'm going to love you till you believe me. Because he never believed that he deserved me, is what he told me. And, um, and so I'm like, nope, you're wrong. I'm going to stay with you forever. I'm going to stay with you forever. And, and it's almost like because of his own wounding, it's like, I'm going to be as hard on you as I can to prove that you're going to leave me. Right. So it became worse and worse and worse. And I kept forgiving, 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 and it got worse and worse and worse. So it got to that point where it was just, there was nothing left. I, I, I told him I bled out that you, that you stabbed everywhere. You could stab a human. There's nothing left. I feel nothing. And that what actually woke me up to come out of that was an act of kindness. Okay. And, and this is what I tell people, you know, when you, when you listen to what's going on in the world and you feel helpless to do anything, you're not helpless. Like your go be kind to the Starbucks lady or to your neighbor or to, you know, the bad boy. Like you have no idea how your one act of kindness can change the trajectory of someone's life like it did yeah. mine. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Those people that treated me kindly will never know who they woke up. 
people, right? Now I'm committed to serving humanity, right? Their act of kindness short-circuited my brain. Like whatever little, little tiny light bulb was lit inside of me, it sparked a flame. And I didn't even know to call it kindness at the time. I just knew that they were, they bought me a gift card because I did this video for them. And I was just like, it seems so little, but it was like, wait a minute, you're giving me something and you don't want anything in return. Like my dad told me people, people want to get in your pants and they'll put something in your drink and take advantage of you. Right. Cause that's what he was doing. My husband told me, you know, subconsciously people want to break up a good thing just so don't talk to anybody about our marriage. Right. So I always saw, saw through the lenses of people are, are wanting to take advantage and do harm. And, and so when these people were kind for no reason, I was like, I don't even know what this is. But if this feeling is available, then life is worth living. Mm. And from that gave me enough courage to then leave my marriage and start my quest of understanding. Understand. Oh, so beautiful. Okay, so let us conclude it all. Now, what's your advice for anybody like passing through all that you went through? Let's, let's start with the, the marriage or anyone who had or is having any family issues and it's so tough from them right now that they don't even know what to do or how to go about it what's your advice to them because i know someone might actually listen to this podcast and probably he or she is passing through all that you went through or some of the things you went through so what advice can you give to such person all right sure absolutely well, first of all, I have a 10-step guide that may help that I'd like to offer your audience okay. um, that can go in the show notes. Um, it's just taking first steps. Okay. But what I'd like to say is, you know, you have to decide to either fuel your dreams or fuel all the reasons why you can't have it. Cool. Either way, you're right. Okay. But what I would like for you to know is that there is a deeper resolve in you. There is a deeper sense of courage that you don't even know yet. You have an access. There's another layer to you. You know, you ever go to the gym and you're doing push-up, 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 and you're like, I can't do another push-up. And then the trainer comes in, give me 10 more, right? And all of a sudden, you know, I can't. You, yes, you can. And then you pump out 10 more. There is a deeper resolve in you. There's a courage. There's a bravery. Um, and you're beautifully worth it. Ask for help. Reach out. Don't stay in silence. Talk about it. You are valuable and you matter. That's so good. Thank you so very much, Jersey. In fact, I told you earlier, I learned, or I learned here, yeah, series of things from all that you've been saying. In fact, you're such a strong woman, a beautiful woman. And thank you for answering all of those questions with those deep inside, I tell you, really means a lot because I know all that we just done here now is going to also help someone that is passing through all that you want. I hope so. Definitely. So I'm so happy and I like the way you answered those questions, not being like the questions are too much and all of that. I'm so glad for that. So thank you so very much. Is there any other thing you would like to say for us to round up with or start off? If, so, um, if there's anything that I could do to support anybody, just go to unshakablelife.com okay. and reach out to me, right? There's a masterclass. You'll be able to watch a little webinar and then you can book a call with me. If there's anything I could do to support you, I would be honored and happy to do that. 
I believe that it's time. Our, our, our world is in pain. There's a lot of suffering going on. You don't have to go alone. You don't have to go alone. We're here for you. You know, I want to be able to support you in any way that I can. And so it would be my honor to have a conversation and see if there's, we're fit to work together. That's so brilliant. And this is a great opportunity, actually. Thank you so very much, Jesse. And I'm so happy to have you on. God bless you. Thank you so, so, so very much. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I, I think maybe some other time we can also reschedule to still talk more about some certain things that we are unable to talk about because of time. Or what do you think? You said you want to continue talking? No, no. I said maybe some other time we can just reschedule. Oh, absolutely. All I'd right. love to come back. All yeah. Right. So good. Okay. So let's end this year and I would chat to you. I would message you so we can fix some other time. That's fine, right? Awesome. Thank All you right. so much. Right. Appreciate Goodbye. you. Bye. Take Shalom. care. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.